Hello there. Today, we'll choose an EV for a new driver, a family saying hello to a new baby and goodbye to a BMW 3 Series, and another family looking to go all EV. Welcome to Battery Bargains, a series from the Batteries Included podcast where we answer your EV buying questions. This is episode number 13. I'm Dominic Chioni, and I'm joined today by Martin Lee from the EV News Daily podcast, along with Dave Connor, who runs the uh, actually Dave Out of Spec Dave, you're known as, right? What's your what's your YouTube channel name? Yeah, Out of Spec Dave. Yep. Out of Spec Dave. All right. So if you're looking for your own battery bargain, email mm-hmm. us a short a couple paragraphs with find my EV in the subject line and tell us about your use case and budget, and we'll see about featuring your case on an upcoming episode. All right, so let's kick this thing off with our first case for today. Uh, And to be transparent, uh, we've paraphrased these emails for a bit for length and clarity. So are you guys ready to spend somebody else's money? Let's do this. Absolutely. I do it all the time. (laughs) All right. Well, actually, let's start before we even get into the letters. Uh, Dave, let's start with you because you are a prodigious buyer of uh, and seller of cars, like just for your own personal, I don't know, enjoyment, yeah, I guess. I've, it's almost I've a hobby, it, almost. I've done it my whole life. And right. just now now people think I'm crazy. I'm doing it for YouTube. It's it's not true. I've done it my whole life. Right. But, um, so yeah, so Kyle's, Kyle's got my uh, my Model X out west, and so right. I don't have a car. So, right. you know, the easy thing to do is rent one, which I did three times. I rented an EV6, I rented a Bolt EV, and then I rented a Mustang Mach-E. Sweet. But that's no fun. You got to buy a car, right? So that's what I did. And um, and I bought a, a 2015 Chevy Volt. Get that right. Not a Bolt, but a with Volt a with a V, which is not a pure EV. Right. It's got a, a little tiny T-shaped battery. So therefore, there's bucket seats in the rear. And um, I am loving this car. I spent $5,500 for it, guys. When I tell you it is a cream puff, it is a cream puff. It really is. And I don't know why I have this Model X plaid. I'm just loving this Bolt. Every time I get in it and it actually works and drives me to work and back, I'm so happy. So, you know, when you talk about basement bargains, I'm having so much fun with this car. It's great. It really is. Now, I know it burns gas, okay? So, um, but, but what I try to do is just make sure I run it as much as I can on the electric, which is kind of a fun game for me. So, but right. uh, yeah. So what year did you say it was? It's a 2015. 2015. So that's the original, that's the first gen. First, right? first generation. Yes. All right. Okay. So that's got, uh, so how many miles of range are, or how many miles does it have and how many miles of. All so the, the car is 143,000 miles on it. It's just Ooh. getting broken in. <laughs> and it, 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 it when new, it, it had a rated EPA range of 38 miles, mm-hmm. and it shows 28 miles on the whatever that meter is, whatever you call it, mm-hmm. which is a 75% reduction. Now, granted, it's cold out here in Connecticut, at, um, and I'm getting 28 miles of electric range. I have a commute one way, seven miles. So, All right. Okay. Well, that seems yeah. to work pretty well for your use case for, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you you do airport runs as well. I'm, I got yeah, that's the other thing. Is, information that yeah, that's the other thing is that you know when I was looking at purchasing a pre-owned EV, first thing I wanted to do was not pay up, right? I want because I may get in it, and as soon as my ex comes back, I may get out of it. We'll see. Um, but what I wanted to do was buy. You know, the less money you you spend, maybe this isn't always true because there can be big expenses, but the less money you spend 
the less money you can lose, right? In general, um, sure. what I've found over the years, um, assuming you have a car that doesn't need massive repairs. So I was really looking to keep the budget down low. And, um, you know, most of the cars that are really inexpensive under the $10,000 mark are not going to have more of a range of, let's say, 60 to 70 miles. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of Leafs out there. And um, it's about 35 miles one way to JFK from where I live here in Connecticut. So if I were to drive my my beater car, my commuter car to the airport, go on a vacation for a week and come back, now I'm going to have anxiety or I'm going to have to charge on the way home. And I did not want that. And so the, the, the solution for me was to find a car that was a pure EV that had a gas generator. And there were two on the list. One was the Volt and the other was the BMW i3 with the range extender. And um, so those were two on my short list. I don't want to hijack the show, hey, but nope. I, uh, I think I made the right decision with the Volt. We, Kyle and I had never driven a Volt before. Um, I had never even been in one before. I didn't understand how it worked or anything. So to me, it's like, it's a new toy, you know, it's right. like, oh, wow, that is cool. And I will, the last thing I'll say about it is it has a quite an advanced um, drivetrain and the way that it actually is was engineered back in the day mm -hmm. that it's shocking to me that GM just threw that technology out the window and is not using that perhaps in something like a modern day pickup truck where towing is is a reality, you know, it's really difficult to do that with an EV. Um, and, and I think there could be other use cases for this kind of technology. And it's a shame that it was retired um, when, it, when it was. Right, right. You mentioned uh, before we started that you're looking at an ELR now, which is, uh, which is Cadillac Coupe based on the Volt powertrain. And I remember at the time thinking, Man, they really should have, and they charged like a lot of money for it. It was like 75 grand or something new. I was thinking at the time, they really should have made this, uh, you know, developed the drivetrain a little bit more, you know, and made it maybe all-wheel drive, gave it some more horsepower because it's, you know, it's got, the, it's got, the, it cashes. I mean, it's uh, it's writing a check that doesn't quite cash, you know? The yeah. It looks like amazing, but. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was a total flop. Um, basically, you know, you talk about putting lipstick on a pig. This was basically lipstick on a puppy because the, 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 the Volt is really a cute puppy and it's a great car. And what they did was they put lipstick on a puppy and charged $35,000 more for the same exact car, 75 grand. Okay. So yeah. they sold a total whopping 2,960 of them. Ooh, and, and they brought them out in 2013. And then in 2014, they sold them. In 2015, they had so many unsold, they never brought out a 2015. Then they brought out a 2016. And then after that, they said, we're done. And they threw yeah. in the towel. So if you can find a good one of those, basically, it is a Gen 1 Volt. Mm -hmm. um, but it's really, really nice inside. Yeah. I mean, like, it, I, I'm, I, I, maybe I'm getting old, but like Cadillac is, you know, back in the day, Cadillac was the premium. This thing is solid. It's got beautiful interior. The material choices are incredible. And mm -hmm. you can pick them up for anywhere from 12 to 15 grand with like 100,000 miles on them. And it's the same thing as a Volt. So, um, right. yeah, anyway, I, I, and it's a cool looking design, that right. ELR. I had never really focused on one or thought about one. And uh, there was one here at my local dealership and I went over and I, I told my wife I was going to the drugstore the other day and I was gone for three hours. She go, where'd you go? I said, you'll find out tomorrow when the video goes live. And she was so mad at me. Anyway, 
let's stop on all this fun stuff. Right. We do like five hours on on the Volt and the ELR. And yeah. then, you know, there's, that story will continue to unfold, no doubt. I've okay. never even heard of the ELR. So, you'd, I mean, you'd never driven a Volt. I'd never even heard of that that vehicle. And now I want to get looks. It, you know, if that was on the road today, you'd be like, okay, that's cool. Like that's yeah. It is a gorgeous looking car. I kid you yeah. not. Yeah. I, I mean, from a design standpoint, um, the seats are are incredible. They have this like good. baseball glove leather colored seats. And, um, you know, uh, there are, there's like a huge fan club out there of Volt owners. And there's this subset ELR um, group. There's about five five or six people out there in the world and um and uh they're big fans of these these cars wow. so um Look yeah if you find if you find a good one and maybe someone doesn't really know what they have grab it because um i don't know if it'll ever be a collector's item that might be pushing it a little bit yeah but it's a, it might it's, be. A, it's a piece of history i'm just reading a, a green car reports article written by john volker nine oh. years ago so we're going back and yeah. um uh, it just looks, yeah, it looks great. If it was on the road now, it would look great. The interior, obviously there's tech that's changed, like the screen, the center screen could be bigger. These days yep. it'd be a big tablet or something. Yeah, no the, Apple dri CarPlay. The, the driver's display is, uh, is, a, is a digital uh, screen and it looks it yeah, that, pretty cool. It, it, a matter, as a matter of fact, Martin, the, one of the big biggest problems that I was reading about these ELRs is the they went off... Um, they went off the grid with the UI and they yeah. used, I can't remember what operating system it was, but it was horrendous. And the thing they had total, like a lot of problems with the UI in the 2014 yeah. volt or um, ELR. Apparently they fixed that in the 2016, but um, yeah, I don't so know. We, we got it as the Vauxhall cause here Vauxhall and Opal, uh, we get Vauxhall and Europe gets Opal. And um, we got it as the Vauxhall Ampera. And right. and the Opal mm -hmm. Ampera didn't sell as well. The biggest market, the biggest European market, I believe, was the UK. Didn't sell too well left-hand drive, but right-hand drive as a Vauxhall sold really well here. Don't see any on the roads. And um, and then down under, it would have been the Holden Vault. But again, uh, never driven one myself, even though I, you know, I've had friends that have had one. I could have just said, hey, can I have a quick run in it? I've never been behind the wheel. But whenever I talk about it or not talk about it on my podcast and owners say, hey, you never talk about the vault. Um, and I guess this is when it was back on sale as well. Right. I've, I've never, ever come across any of my listeners in 2000 podcasts that have said, I don't like my car. Every That's right. Vault, and you know what? Every Volt owner Here, loves that the, car. Here's the funniest thing. Back in 1979, my my dad bought a, a BMW 320i. Back in the day when there were no BMWs on the line, you know, and, and I wanted him to get a Saab Turbo, and he got the BMW, <laughs> and I was all mad at him, right? And then back then, everybody used to wave to each other with the BMWs, right? Because nice. there weren't that many. Guess what? The other day, I'm driving to work, and I pass a Volt. <laughs> and they waved to me and I waved back and we yeah. had, this, we had this like electric connection, this volt <laughs> connection. And then on the same trip, I saw another one and that guy waved to me too. And I'm like, this is heaven. I should have bought this car five years ago. I'm loving That's it. Awesome. <laughs> right. There's one, there's one online, not far from me. That's done 123 thousand miles. No, the next one, 144,000 yeah, miles. Mine's, mine's got 143. And it's on for four grand, uh, four thousand pounds sterling. So, 4, mm -hmm. 
I mean, yeah. there's, uh, the thing is, if you go, like you say, you do a, a commute run, an airport run, whatever, and uh, you're getting groceries, and someone does a, a car park ding with their door or whatever, right. if that yeah. happens on your new Model X, like you're cursing them right. because now you've got to get it fixed. You've got to get it fixed well. You've got to worry about the paint matching, get it buffed out or get it knocked out. And, right. it, uh, you know, uh, heaven forbid, it's a full respray on a panel. Because if you have nice cars, you've got to keep them nice. There's, yeah. no, there's nothing worse than someone who has a nice car and trashes it. So this car, it happens, you'd, you'd be like, I mean, yeah, it's not. I mean, yeah, it's I not a beta. Put, I didn't even put collision insurance on it. I don't care. Awesome, awesome. Right? Like, it's just Mate. liability. That's it. Uh, <laughs> what right. a great dis discussion. So, if anyone's it's... watching this and they want a cheap electric car, go buy a Volt because these never driven one. But I've never ever had any of my listeners say they don't have anything but love for them, and Very I really correct. want one now. <laughs> you have one no just reason. down the street from me. Actually, it's been been there the whole time I've lived here. I think just about, or no, not quite the whole time, but. Yeah, the last at least eight years, there's been one down the road, I think. Uh, so let's get to our first email. It comes to us from Charlie in San Francisco, and he writes, Hi there. We currently have and love a Hyundai Ioniq 5, and we're hoping to offload our 2014 Prius to go all EV. We were originally looking at getting a second EV in a few years, but the current situation with used Chevy Bolt prices has me seriously excited about either an EV or an EUV for our second car as a local commuter. But here's the tricky part. We recently put solar on our house. So on top of being somewhat tight for cash, we have no tax liability at the moment. My hope is that in January, I can get the 4K used off used credit off of a Bolt at point of sale, sell the Prius for 17000 while it's still worth some good money and spend at most three to four K on a 2020 or 2022 Chevy Bolt. I hear I'm hearing rumblings online that many dealers may opt out, may not opt into the new point of sale credit or that they'll simply raise prices to compensate. What do you guys uh, anticipate will happen here? And should I pull the trigger in January or hold off? Any thoughts on which trim slash model year to spring for? I'm a tech guy, so I'm drawn to wireless car play slash modern design of the 2022 models. Thanks, Charlie. All right. So this is kind of an interesting situation here um, because so he wrote this to us, I believe, in November. So we're already in the new year. So we can't, there's... The time is now, I think. So yeah. basically, he wants. To, he, it sounds like he really wants to buy a Bolt, um, but he's wor he was worried about not having the tax liability. So good news, Charlie. There is no tax liability situation in 2024. You get the, it's a refundable tax credit in 2024. That means you don't have to have the cash liability. You get all the money back at the time when you buy the car. And actually, if you do a search for Bolts online, you'll find that a lot of people have the price listed with that. Uh, four thousand dollars or was it the uh seventy five hundred dollars off already so you can find a brand new bolts i well, don't know let's talk let it i've got good news for you charlie because i just researched beyond researched this exact type of transaction on a chevy bolt now let's talk about forget about new for a moment let's talk about the 2020 and newer bolts. There's a sweet spot in here where Chevy basically had a recall on the batteries that were in these bolts. Prior to 2020, it was a mandatory 
basically what you had to do was you had to have your battery replaced. The number of incidents in my research that happened as a result of fires and, you know, if you had a car parked in your garage, God forbid, and your house burned down was was very, very few. But the GM had to had to actually either offer to give you a brand new battery or buy back the car. Now, in 2020 model years or newer, they they basically gave you an option as the owner of the Bolt. And this is where the sweet spot comes in. On a 2020, if you find a used Bolt that has six to 9,000 miles on it that was bought back by GM, the title will show it's a corporate um, a buyback title. And it also will show on the Carfax that the car was bought back for the reason of battery replacement. I know of a dealership here in Connecticut that has five of them. 2020s and 2021s, they have minor hail damage, okay? But they are $13,995, no dealer fee. Well, like a $500 dealer fee plus registration and tax. 6,000 miles on one of them, 9,000 miles on the other. And there is a $4,000 federal tax. Not you have to file it in... April of 2025 to get it back. They take it right off the hood. I want to talk about not every dealership is eligible to do this. So we got to talk about that. Sure. But if you can get one of those cars here in the state of Connecticut, it depending on your income level, first of all, you have to make under a certain amount and you should do the research, but you, you can't make more than to get the federal tax credit on a used EV in the United States today, you have to make either $75,000 a year in adjusted gross income or less, or 150 combined or less. If you live in a certain zone in Connecticut, some, some cities are considered to be, maybe um, they subsidize them, like in the, in the town of Danbury, there are certain certain places within, depending on your address, that car is eligible for another $3,000 of state right off the hood. So think about this. You buy that car for 14 grand. You pay them a $500 dealer fee. You get four grand, assuming you qualify, you get four grand back federal, you get three grand back state, car seven grand out the door plus tax plus dealer fee. You're getting a brand, not a brand new, you're getting a Bolt, a 2020 Bolt, First that had 6,000 miles on it with a brand new battery, mm-hmm. that is a smoking hot deal. And I would jump on that. I just wanted to, I I not. I don't qualify for any of those tax um, rebates. So it was 14 grand out the door plus tax. Plus it had some like acne on it from the hailstorm. And I, I was like, I don't know, you know, because the way I buy and sell cars, I flip them. But if you're looking to buy it and keep it and hold it, run it into the ground, who cares if it's got a couple of hail marks on it? I like that trade a lot. Now, if you want to go to the EUV, that's a whole nother world. You can't find them. None of those had the battery replacements that at least that I'm aware of. That Bolt 2020 sweet spot. You'll see those on the market right now used in a much better deal than you will even a 2017 or 2018 with 30 or 35,000 miles. You got to look for them. You got to find out. Um, 
the dealer, I don't know if you can, if, is it okay if I say the name of the dealer or should they just, yeah. look? All right, it's called, it's, it's called Blasius, B-L-A-S-I-U-S. They're all over Connecticut and I think Massachusetts and they have them scattered. Someone at that dealership is buying these things because right. they got a bunch of them and um, they'll ship them, you know, right. but you, you're not going to get the state tax rebate unless you live in the state that you buy it in so be careful just watch all those little tax things but great little car um i owned a bolt new uh i had a 2016 i believe it was when it first came out and i loved it great little car so on the subject of new ones i saw recently the irs confirmed that seven thousand dealers so far have signed on for the new car uh, tax credit situation. I think there's something like 17,000 franchise dealers in the United States that sell light duty or passenger vehicle cars. So we're heading towards almost half of them are signed up. So I think that's a decent number and they get, they get their money back in something like 48 hours. Now dealers don't run particularly cash rich. Uh, if they've got money, they'll buy stock. The whole, their whole business is is turnover. The more you can turn over, the more money you make in the car business. And so uh, they you know, and, and so they don't want to be waiting for a long time if this scheme works and by the looks of it they do get their money back in 48 hours they give you the discount they only wait a couple of days uh, dealers say that if it works more of them will do it because so many of them are skeptical will it be a couple of days they're not cash rich businesses in many cases you know if they're running payroll every two weeks or month and then they've got big energy bill hits or you know whatever so cash flow is is an issue in the car business and they i think once it, it it's to be seen to be working if it does then i think more will sign on so that is that subject covered and i think if you want to buy a new car then you've got the tax liability then uh, i wouldn't worry about that more and more are going to sign on for it but that that is absolutely it if, if you've got a prius that's worth seventeen thousand used and you've already got an Ionic 5, and so that's going to be great for road trips and very fast charging. And minute adapters come out for NACs that are going to work mm -hmm. with uh, those cars, then you're going to be absolutely set. Never worry about charging again. And then you need a second car. And that is exactly where this used bolt comes in. And if you can get, a, as Dave says, a low mileage with a new battery, it's, it's basically a new car. The only expensive bit of an EV that's going to go wrong is the battery, and it's brand new. So fill your boots. Sounds great. I'm going to go a little bit different. I would suggest getting a brand new one, a 2022 or 2020, I mean, 2023 is basically what you can find out there right now. And I think with the $7,500 off at the point of sale, it'll be about, it'll be kind of stripped down, but it'll be the second gen uh, bolt right? Which, or the, ref the refresh bolt, which is, I think, a lot nicer than the first gen bolt. I like the, I like the, actually like the out exterior styling of the first gen bolt. But the interior of the new bolts, and it has the new bolt has the CarPlay that you like, um, and it's, that's just the direction I would go. And the seats are a lot more comfortable. It's just a nicer place to, if you're going to be spending any amount of time in there. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you if you had if you're just buying this for like a, like, we'll get to that in, in the next one. But if, if you're buying it for like a kid or something, then maybe having lots of plastic all over the front of it is great. Uh, a little less. Uh, maintenance maybe or cleaning yeah. or whatever anyway one, one uh, last point on this um or or any car if a dealership is not selling you the car at the price with the tax credit as something for you the consumer mm -hmm. do not buy a car from them in I my walk mm -hmm. i would walk and i would tell you that any car in this entire country with the exception of hawaii and alaska is at most twelve hundred dollars away mm-hmm Tall. Yeah. 
and I'm going to do a whole video on how to ship a car. My, my do not be concerned about buying a car online, FaceTime videos, um, pictures, don't buy a car in the rain. Don't buy a car with some frosty mug, beer mug, ice on it like I did. Like I was looking at that bolt and then I saw all the hail marks. So be careful with that. But what I'm telling you is that if you don't hesitate, especially if the car is under warranty, um, you're in, you're, your market is the entire country. Right. It's true. I'll be looking for that video. I need to watch that. Uh, let's move on to our next case real quick. Um, it comes to us from Matt and he sends us an email that says, Hello, Tom, Dom, Martin, and Kyle, and Dave. Probably should say Dave, but uh, so we're an electric, we're an all-electric family today with a Tesla Model Three and a Rivian R1S. Ooh, nice. Uh, we're looking at adding a third vehicle for my son, who will get his learner's permit. We are looking for something affordable, fifteen to twenty-five k. We would like to get him something practical, safe, reliable, and with at least two hundred miles of range. So he so that he can eventually take it off to college. He flies his nerd flag high, so cool factor is not a problem. Fast charging performance is not critical, since I think a bit of time spent on the lower end of the DC FC, that's the DC fast charge power curve, will build character. Wow. Tough bad <laughs> there. I like I that. Know, I know. That's good. You will not get a Tesla and have a good charging experience. You will suffer. <laughs> not yet. Yeah, need to suffer first. Uh, we have a level two Tesla wall charger and electron adapter at home that we currently use for the Model 3 and the Rivian. And we'd like to ensure that whatever we get can use that. What EVs uh, would you recommend we look at for him? A separate topic I think could spawn hours of debate would be whether we should teach him to operate a nice vehicle. What happens when he does his driver's ed in a nice vehicle, but his immediate driver is an EV? Matt. Well, Matt, Matt uh, let's go to Dave and see what kind of uh, sagacious advice he has. Well, first of all, I'm going to start with the last question first. And I want to sure. say that, in my opinion, everyone should learn how to drive a stick shift because I just... I think that's part of call me old school. I just think everybody should learn how to drive a stick shift. Three pedals is not bad. Having said that, I don't think that there is much difference between um, taking when, when your son goes in to do his driver's test, at least here in Connecticut and in New York state, you take the test in the car that you bring. They don't give you a car. You're not driving one of their cars. So the most important thing, whether it's ICE or or EV, make sure it's a car that your son is very comfortable with and, and knows how to drive and understands where the blind spots are and how to parallel park and do all that. That's the most important thing. Whether or not it's ICE, whether it's ICE or EV, I think is irrelevant. Just make sure they're they're comfortable with it. Do you guys agree with that? That's so true, man. I, I, I took my driver's license test at least four times. Um, one of those Remind me not to go driving with you. I know, right? So Holy one, smokes, I mean, four one times? Of the, one of those times we didn't even move anywhere because I was in my grandfather's car. It was a, like a 7-2 scamp, I think. And uh, the, 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 the guy taking doing the test you know, says, okay, now take off the emergency brake. <laughs> and I had never done that before in this car. And it was just like a completely different from all the other cars that we, where my dad had a lot of, you know, cars cause he was a taxi driver. So we had like six, at least six cars in the driveway. Oh. None of them had an emergency brake like that. You could pull it out and twist it. 
Yeah, I had no idea. And it was, I failed right there. So it's important to know the car that you're know the car. To test then. Yeah. Yeah. That's anyway. Uh, Martin, uh, you have any advice for this gentleman? Yes. So, uh, uh, yeah, because we have the same over here, which is uh, the driving license or the automatic driving license. If you do it in an EV, you get the automatic license because you haven't learned how to change oh. gears. But almost hmm. no one does that. Um, I think increasingly people are doing it. I think anyway, I've got a couple of friends that are driving instructors that are, I know through EV circles. They teach an EV, you learn an EV, you pass an EV. You get your automatic, effectively automatic license. Um, I would always encourage you to learn how to get the full license. And then you've got the option of always being legal if you want to drive that car, just knowing how to how to drive that car. You've got an abundance of choice at $25,000. So let's go $15,000 and, and um, get a little more harsh. Even on that range, even on 200 miles, what's the best that... Uh, a leaf is going to do. You'd probably get a leaf for that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, on yeah, $15,000. Sure, sure can, can, he'll need a different, uh, the leaf won't use that. Their, uh, maybe it will actually, their uh, adapter. Will the leaf use their adapter? No, that's yeah. it. The leaf is for DC fast charging. Unfortunately, the leaf is Chatamo. That's right. fine. But so, no, uh, not, not, well, in this particular case, because he wants his son to suffer, it's fine. Yeah, but here it's in the fine. State, you don't have a lot of ch- I mean, you, you know, you, you come over here to Connecticut, you're not finding very many Chathamals. It's a good shout, actually. So right. we, we've mentioned the Bolt already on the show, and by the yeah. look of it, um, I hadn't realized how many are for sale right now. Um, in it's that, in, you know, from twelve to $15,000, it's just page after page of Bolt LT trim um, and loads of Mirai's. Why are there loads of Mirai's coming? Up I don't know why. Search? Yeah, all of a sudden there's a lot of Mirai's on on the electric. What? Uh... They're coming off lease, and people are going, "You can't fill them up, so please somebody buy one." No one's buying a Mirai. Uh, and then uh, Bolt Premier, Bolt LT. Uh, yeah, we've mentioned it already. That seems to be a very popular. You're going to get. You'll be able to drive a really good deal as well because there's so many for sale. They're just page after page of these things. So. Uh, yeah, maybe a leaf is would make. Yeah. I think because there's always at least one Chatamo on an EA station somewhere. But still, I mean, yeah, and and yeah. good luck if it works, right? Yeah, you good know? luck if Here, good here's luck if here's it what I would say: Kia Nero, Hyundai mm-hmm. Kona, mm-hmm. Bolt, mm-hmm. and I'm also going to throw out a and a little bit more inexpensive option: a Kia Soul EV. Yeah, that's Ooh. great. Also a good car. It's a and I know your son's got sort of this, you know, he, he's kind of a nerdy, nerdy kid. But that thing has the hamsters, right? It's got the cool little hamsters that drive down the road in the commercial. I mean, um, <laughs> but, you know, I owned a Kona. I actually owned three of them. And um, every one of them was named. My name is Dave Connor. So I called the uh, the, the cars were the Dave Kona, right? Because, <laughs> you, you know, and um, great cars. They would light up the the front tires, front wheel drive, a lot of power, and in the in the wet weather, they would just spin the tires. It was hysterical. It was a lot of fun. But but in that sort of range, I I don't know Bolt EV. I'm sorry, um, you could get a Bolt EV, perhaps used as well at the higher number, at the twenty five number, which is a little bit more room. Um, not a lot more room, but a little bit more room for hauling stuff back and forth to college or what have you. But the Kona, the Nero, and what else, Martin? Uh, the Kia Soul. I think you yeah. should check those out. 
they're all there's a lot of older great, Tesla Model S's with a lot of miles on them. You don't go anywhere near those. That if, if you're really no, adventurous and have because, a lot of money be, in the bank. <laughs> because when they go wrong, they're fine yeah. if you love Tesla. Because uh, you, you meet so many Tesla fans that go, oh, my God, the, the the wipers are horrific. They go when it's dry. They don't go when it's wet. And this thing and the door fell off and the battery needed four replacements. Yeah. And I love it. And it's the best car I've ever owned. And if you love Tesla and if you're up for it, um, and a lot of people are, go for it. If you're buying a car for your son and he's not super into that, the minute it goes wrong, if you don't, don't buy an old Tesla because the minute it goes wrong, it's very, very fixable. Everything's fixable for a price. For a price. Um, Oh, it's just going to be a faff. Any of those South Korean cars that Dave mentioned, they are bulletproof. Yeah, they, they are. are just, they're based on ICE platforms anyway. Well, they're, they're a platform that is designed to have hybrid EV plug-in or combustion. They're just bulletproof, and the bits are everywhere, and they're cheap if they do go wrong. So yeah, I, would, I, yeah. I wouldn't throw the iMeve into the Mitsubishi into this <laughs> list. Although, <laughs> although if, you know, if, if he is a nerd, you might want to get him that car just because that will that will fit the bill. Um, there's there's a, It's unfortunate that we weren't able to talk to this gentleman prior to – um, the end of the year because the there were some incredible deals on Model 3s um, before year end on the rear wheel drives. As a matter of fact, when I went up to Mohegan Sun where Tesla just opened up a, um, a, a, a sales office, which I think is the most hysterical thing, right? So, <laughs> so, so the Connecticut DMV does not give Tesla a license to sell cars in their state. Oh. So what did Tesla do? They opened up a showroom on federal lands in the middle of Connecticut on Mohegan Sun's property, right? <laughs> God bless these guys. That's creative ingenuity. But they had, when I went in there, um, they had a, uh, a Model 3 35090. It was marked down from 38990 to 35090, mm. $7,500 federal tax credit. And then in the state of Connecticut, $2,250. The thing was like twenty seven grand out the door. Mm. Nice. I mean, he's in Matt's in Virginia, so I'm not sure what they have. I don't know what there. the state, uh, but I, I did, unfortunately, the rear wheel drive Model Three doesn't qualify anymore. Mm. Oh, right for the seventy five hundred dollars. Yeah, so that that that's a you know, right. and I don't know if Tesla lowers the price on them. You know, they're not going to. I mean, remember when we were talking about the thirty five thousand dollar Tesla? Where is it? Where is it? Guess what? Here it is. It's twenty seven yeah. grand now, or twenty two yeah. nine in certain states. That was prior to the year end. But look, I think the um, the South Korean cars are amazing cars. The Konas, the Neros. Um, they, they, in the States, one thing to be careful of is the Kia. The Kia. Um, what was the one I was mentioning before? The Nero? The, the Kia e Nero? EV? No, no. The, uh, the Kia, the other one, the Soul. So oh, right, they, right. they never brought out like the, the one that I think they sent into other countries, maybe in Europe or, or definitely in South Korea. We only got like the first generation Soul. We never got the second gen. And those things, you can get them for like 11, 12 grand. And it's a lot of car. Um, right. They just don't have more than 65 miles of range. So that's the problem. Yeah, he needs 200. That's a tough, that's yeah. a tough one. So he yeah. wanted 200 miles of range. Yeah. So, so, yeah, probably take the soul off your list. So I would agree. Uh, Dave, you mentioned a lot of good cars. Bolt EV, Hyundai Kona Electric, also a good contender there. Kia Niro EV. But I'm looking, I'm thinking about, okay, this is like a, a young guy. I would, I would go first-gen Bolt. 
because you can get them starting like I don't know, fifteen. I saw a nice one with like thirty under thirty thousand miles for like under fifteen grand here. So you can get four thousand dollars off of that, or up to a certain percentage of the price. I'm not sure which, but probably you get close to the four, full four thousand at fourteen thousand dollars. Yeah, well, everything we said in the first segment applies mm -hmm. to this email as well, right? Definitely, right, right. you know, look at whether you buy a new bolt or or a pre-owned bolt, and and the fact that the bolt is going away is such a shame. Right, so I would, I would, but I would go first gen bolt in this place because just because it's just easy to clean up. You don't, you know, it's just like it's just a little less posh than the than the refresh one. Maybe for a younger kid, I think it's like the the better vehicle. It's just yeah, just a little just bit more. Make sure if he gets it, my message is make sure he charges it on a three fifty EA, okay? Because that's what you have to do when you get a bolt <laughs> all <laughs> the, the way three. to the top. All the way to the top to 100 percent, please. I, That's I, what you, you have know. to do. Uh, by the look of it, uh, so Virginia has two and a half thousand uh, dollars state incentive for new or used EV, oh. and there's a bunch of incentives for home EVSE install um, to contribute to that as well. So you, you've got some stuff there as well. Yeah, I would definitely. Yeah, you can you can have an EV for like eight nine grand. It sounds like, and then you can that. That uh, the, all the other money for is to pay off his uh, tuition or, or something. You know? <laughs> Good luck. Wow. <laughs> well, no, I was going to say for all that other money, you could buy another car, you know. So, oh, yeah. or that, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So, let's move on to our last email. It comes to us from Leslie, and she writes Hi, team. My husband and I are looking for our first EV. We're moving from an from a 2011 BMW 3 Series. We have a new baby and all the gear that comes with that, along with that. So cargo space and ease of taking a kiddo in and out of the car are priorities. We're open to new or used. We can wait a bit for 2024 models if recommended. We live in Northern California and can install a charger at our home. Got a recommendation? Around or average around 40 miles of driving on weekdays and about 120 miles on weekends going to visit the grandparents, uh, budget up to $50,000. We thought maybe Tesla Y, but the build quality and it feeling sort of poorly put together was a concern coming from our old BMW. ID4 sounds like it, like, uh, it has too many software issues, but maybe the newer model solves those. We'd love all your suggestions for what to go test drive. Thanks so much, Leslie. Ooh, all right. So this is pretty open, but they got a decent budget, fifty grand. You should be able to get a decent new car. They'll go used as well, right? And there's a lot of great yeah. used cars that you can get for under fifty grand as well. So this is kind of tough. Um, I mean, there's just so much. But I'm thinking maybe crossover, so they don't have to bend down to do deal with car seats, you know, in, in the back seat. So Dave, what's right off the top of your head? What's what's coming to you? Model Y. Yeah, Model Y. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but, but so, just, I mean, here's the thing: I'm concerned about Model Y build quality. The, I, I get that, <laughs> but Model Y. Um, here's the thing: ID4 software issues, from what I'm hearing, on the um, the Chattanooga built cars <laughs> are I don't want to say solved, but they're way snappier than they have ever been. Sure, and. I think the ID4 is a is a very nice alternative. 50 grand, you have a lot of choices. First thing I would do is I would pull up every car that qualifies for the $7,500 federal tax credit. And I would also make sure that you as a combined income are making less than 300,000 AGI every year. 
If you do, that changes the calculus as to which car I would recommend. Mm -hmm. If you don't, if you're making 450 a year or you, you're run, I don't know, if you don't qualify for the federal tax credit, then I think that's a different calculus as to what to talk about. The, um, the, any of the EGMP platform cars, whether it's an EV6, whether it's a Ionic 5, or even a GV60, although that's a little bit shorter wheelbase, probably not as easy to get your kids in and out of. Um, I think any of these cars are going to be really good. The Volvos, um, like, so maybe I'll let Martin take that one. So they're, they're a little bit pricier. Um, the EX30 that's coming out this year is something that is, I would have to, you would have to go and see it for its size. I've seen it in person. Um, I don't know how you would feel about the size for your vehicle, but coming out of a, is a three series, a 2011 three series. Yes. Um, any of these crossovers, I think are going to be really nice, really nice vehicles for you. I would stay away from the Toyota um, BZ4X um, for a lot of different reasons, but you know, I think that um, you've got a lot to choose from here. You really do, and uh, and I think that I I would re I would very much recommend that you go drive the Model Y. There's so much going for the Model Y in terms of the charging network, which I know is going to become less of an issue as the adapters come out and other manufacturers start adopting the next um, system. But what's here today right now is an amazing software stack that just works. We have one here. We've, we've, this is our second one we've owned. It's just such a rock solid bulletproof choice. The Ionic 5, I happen to love. The EV6 I just had. The Mach-E, you could check that out as well. I just did a video, as a matter of fact, up today on that that car. You have so much to choose from here. The Mach-E does not qualify for the 7500, though, so be careful on that one. And the um, the Tesla Model Y does, up to 80000 for uh, on that car. Yeah. So you could buy a you know, $52,000 Model Y, depending on what state. What state does she live in? I forget. Um, that states sure Northern says. California. Oh no, yeah, there you go. So Cal Cali's got some pretty good state money yeah. laying on the table, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. Um, and so again, check your check with your accountant if you qualify. But boy, I'll tell you what, that Model Y, that's yeah. that's the tough one to say to you know if especially if it's your first EV, it's just so easy. You will right. not have any anxiety. Everything about that car. If you get it and you're like, I don't like it. I don't like having this iPad there mm. and I want more conventional buttons, then go look at some of the others. But that's right. my input. Yeah, I'm just looking at the Tesla. On the site, they have the rear-wheel drive in stock now again, it looks like. But I, that's when I would say don't – I don't know. I'm kind of – I feel like that's not, not a great vehicle just because it's got the 4070 batteries. And correct me if I'm wrong. 4070 battery it was like slow charging and well well so wait a minute does the rear wheel drive in the united states have the lfp or is it the 4680s i think it's oh right. no the 4680 is off sale at the moment yeah I mean, you do not want to buy a model y with 4680s in right. my opinion so um, i mean i wish the, i wish tesla would say on the site what freaking <laughs> batteries they have yeah, in these yeah. cars because you know it makes a big I'm difference i'm pretty sure in canada they were selling the rear wheel drive model y's with the lfp pack which is an amazing pack right. because that that will allow you even though it has a little bit less range 
um, then you will be able to charge that car to 100% more often than not. You know, they don't necessarily recommend every day or maybe they do, but that LFP battery pack is is phenomenal. Um, It will only charge up to about 170 kilowatts as opposed to a regular Model Y with the Panasonic 2180s. It'll go up to 250. Um, But, you know, how often are you really going to be road tripping and what's the difference between 170 peak and 250 peak and the curves? So I wouldn't be too concerned about that. But if that rear wheel drive Model Y comes with the LFP battery pack and you don't live in the mountains, that might be a sweet spot for you as well. Yeah, I agree. I think the Model Y is such a good. Let's have a look at the 13 <laughs> EVs that made the cut, by the way. Tesla yeah. Model 3 performance. Mm-hmm. You, don't, yeah. you don't need that. you got a baby. Don't you don't need that. Uh, Tesla Model Y, base Tesla Model X. The two Rivians made the cut. The two bolts, if you can get one, but don't get these in this situation. The Ford F-150 Lightning, and then the plug-in hybrids, the Ford Escape, the Chrysler Pacifica, the Grand Cherokee, the Wrangler, and the Lincoln Corsair Grand Touring. So there, it, look, it is the Model Y. I was watching a Brandon Flash, our buddy Brandon, who knows yeah. all sorts about charging. He's had his 4680 selled model y for six months i think it was a six month review he did and he said that when kyle came to uh, north carolina they swapped cars for a, a day or two and he handed it back and said kyle said this is the best built model y i've ever been yeah, I, yeah right. i've heard him say that he, I, think, I don't know okay well i it sounds like that because i i don't i've never driven the latest one out of chuck because we get the chinese ones yeah um, but the early ones that I drove when they first came over here and they came off the boat and and I thought I'd better experience Model Y, finally right-hand drive, even then, good. I mean, no rear parcel shelf and weird stuff. And right. it's not it's not premium. It's all high-tech. You know, the Tesla are going crazy at the minute because I think there's, you know, the the, the Highland is being, it's coming your way and it's got, you know, uh, some, some ambient lighting. And, right. And, and I'm like, the t- Tesla... I think a lot of Tesla drivers have never driven a premium vehicle before because some pretty basic cars have got ambient lighting. Yeah, so, like, I don't know. Like, like, on XP. Uh, yeah, they go <laughs> they go crazy over weird stuff. But like, um, it's it's not it's not gonna sort of make you feel that you know kind of cosseted and uh, and that and all that. But the thing about it is, I want to tap into the fact that you've just had a baby. Now, uh, my second, my, like my little baby girl is 20 months old now, so she's becoming a little bit easier. But still, the last thing you want to worry about, even though you're only doing 120 miles of round trip to see the grandparents at the weekend, the last thing you want to worry about is charging and, and, and the car and all those, in, in case you do a long road trip. So I think in your situation, you know, you might be adventurous parents. You might like the thrill. I don't. I don't, by the way. I don't like the thrill of, will the charges be full? I wonder if they're all working. I hate that. So um, I I would tap into that side of your life at the moment and say that a Tesla is going to do the job for you brilliantly. And you will never need to worry about whether you'll be able to charge when you stop or how far you go. The range is great on them. The deals are great on them. Tax credit. Just the... the, So let me ask you, Martin, you just bought a Polestar too. Yeah. Would you throw that on the list here? I I mean, I really... If she's coming out of a three series, it's more of a car. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely going to love it. Look, firstly, your car is, what, a 2011? Yeah. So anything you get is going to be... 
You are going to be just king and queen. For... She would love my 2015 Volt. You know, right. like, I think it's going to be um, whatever you get. You're going to be like, oh, is this really ours? Oh my god! So like the the tech now is just insane. I I've had the Polestar all of four days, and I'm really impressed with the Android operating system because it, it it operates on pure Android. It's got the Google Play Store. Um, it's uh, you know you can download. Not all of the Google Play. It, it's a select number of apps that you can download for it. Uh, it's not the whole wide open hundreds of thousands of apps in Google Play, but still, if, if you listen to podcasts, you've got a choice of podcast apps. So you, if you want to listen to Spotify or you want to download your personal browser of choice, and I, I, I hadn't lived with the Android operating system like you get in those in the Volvos as well. Um, it's really good. Now, it is based on, the, on a, a combustion platform, so it's a little bit... Uh, that and the Volvo XC40, a little bit more cramped inside, which might not bother you. I wanted that. I wanted because uh, I, you know, I drive. I'm 45 and drive slowly, so I wanted to have a center console. I wanted to feel like I'm in the kind of cars I've had all my life. Um, I didn't need a flat floor to be able to, you know, slide between and, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Because I'll do that when we buy a Model Y, which will probably be next anyway. But for now. Uh, uh, the software in the Polestar is, 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 has been a revelation to me. I'm loving Android. And I'm an, I'm an Apple guy. So it, I, I haven't plugged my phone in yet. I always use CarPlay in vehicles. And I haven't plugged my car. I haven't even tried CarPlay in this because the Android OS is that good. Um, so I, I'd recommend giving it a go. But any of the eGMP cars as, as well are going to charge... Mm. They've all got range. I was having a quick look at the top specs of all the various things as, as Dave was talking. He mentioned the ID4. Top spec, ID4 all-wheel drive Pro S Plus, 55 grand. Um, the Nero, you could do, but that's 44. Top spec, Arnic 5, the limited all-wheel drive, 56. The Arnic 6 is the all-wheel drive limited, 56. Uh, don't get the BZ4X, the Subaru or Solterra, uh, but no. uh, EV, Kia EV6, so the top spec on that is the EV6 GT all-wheel drive. That does that's sixty-one yeah, grand. Yeah, that's well, you could get you could get a wind rear wheel drive for absolutely fifty, hundred percent. So yeah. any of these cars that we talked about, uh, top spec Mustang Mach-E GT is fifty-nine. So um, you know, come down a bit, get premium spec uh, or any of these cars we've mentioned. You're going to be able to almost get any spec you want the one you like all-wheel drive rear-wheel drive add the options you want if you want a brand new car you're going to feel a million dollars when you drive this and take delivery you are going to have the best time of your all of these are great suggestions yeah and and just a couple other pieces of word of advice here their ev sales right now are not good which is great for you okay so do not pay up <laughs> definitely yeah, yeah. do not pay up yeah you're in charge and and do not even pay retail Okay. It's a buyer's market. <laughs> it is a buyer's market out there. And, um, you know, you, you can feel free to, to email me or any of the guys here if you get into a, you know, um, but I, I agree with Martin, any of these cars, you're just going to be fascinated with the, how they drive. But like I said, I started off with Model Y and I'll end with Model Y just because if you haven't driven it, I think you should, especially for a first time EV buyer. It's just a super easy way to do it. If you're unsure, the other thing I would do is go to Turo.com and rent one. Okay. Yeah, or and spend three days with it. Even if you're paying $120 a day, you're going to, you're, you will not, you will not be upset about that. If you, with Tesla, you can do an extended um, overnight drive 
and you can just call them up and you'll pick it up at 6 p.m., take it home, take it out, put your kids in and out of it and and spend some time. So um, 50 grand is a lot of money. Right. So that's that's, you know, and, but but, you know, with the tax credit, I'm surprised that list is so short right now with yeah. um it's amazing to me that even the ID four is off that list now. Um, mm-hmm. Crazy. Mm-hmm. I do want to go back to um, to the second email and throw a car on there we did not talk about, which is the BMW i three range extender. Oh, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, for th- for this one right here, right? Um, because th- that that where's the where's the part where he said his son is a bit of a nerd. Is that yeah. the one? It's, it's yeah, in yeah, here, yeah. yeah. He flies his nerd flag high. Yes. Okay. So you fly your nerd flag high and you pull up to college in an I3. Yeah. That's going to work. And, yeah. and, and the other thing I was going to say is that as wacky as this may sound, the I3 has these rear doors that open, like call them suicide doors here. They, they, they open to the rear, which are the weirdest things ever. However, they're super easy to put your kids in and out of because they open, you don't have to jam yourself against them. And we should probably do a test as to which of the conventional doors open the furthest. Is that the right? Farthest, furthest, like at a 90 degree angle, because I think the manufacturers have gotten a little bit smarter over the years of, um, you know, making sure that the rear doors open uh, a lot further. Um, than in the past that's uh, that's a really good point about access as well because you always see concept cars you always see a concept car and they've got the doors open so you can right. see inside and there's never a b pillar there's no and, and and then they made the bmw out of space age technology and there's I no b pillar and it is genuinely brilliant it's a little bit tight in the back it is tight it is tight yeah uh, and if you've yeah. got the rex and the rex is good for peace of mind but more complications of servicing. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, but yeah. you know, it's 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 not clear cut either way. You got to make that choice. Yeah. But you know, if you're not, if you know, this is for his son who's a, who's a, off at college. You're not carrying around a bunch of stuff. What you got to do is kind of get home for the weekends. Maybe bring your laundry back and uh, and get that done. And um, it's got enough room for you. That's a great shout. It's just a. It's just such a. Uh, you either love it or you hate it, right? No, and and it's it. so funny. In the Connor family here in Connecticut, I love it. <laughs> and I was ready to buy one. And mm. Kathy pulled me aside. She goes, Dave, I really hate that. <laughs> the only thing she hates worse than that is the Mitsubishi Aimee. She's like, you are not buying one of those. That is not sitting in my driveway. <laughs> okay. All right. So we t- we got to go in a second. But let me just throw one more out there because it wouldn't be a battery bargains episode if we didn't mention the Audi e-tron used prestige trim so so a high trim level that is a freaking steal look at this nine thousand eight hundred nine thousand miles thirty eight thousand dollars get the buy now right now dominic what are you crazy this this thing is sweet i mean it's built like a tank it charges like really fast range isn't the best a little over 200 miles but that's plenty for your. Don't show that to Alyssa, please. Uh, I mean, she'll, <laughs> she'll probably. Oh, that is that has tanked in value. That, my friends, right. is a lot of car for thirty-eight grand. Oh, it is a great. Yeah, the great car. It's a lot of cars. It's, it's really one of the one of the oddities in today's uh, used EV market. You know, it's like those are eighty thousand dollars to buy new. I think right something they up are. there. They are. So someone's taking a big hit. 
for your benefit. So get out there and take advantage of that or, or you know, some of our other suggestions. But uh, I think we should wrap it up, though. That's uh, been quite an episode. I'd like to thank you very much for coming on and joining us, uh, Dave. We appreciate yeah, your absolutely. wisdom, your car buying wisdom here. I love this. This is what I do. I do this all I know, the time. Right? Well, I talk to my dog. Bailey looks at me. She's like, what are you doing? You guys at least respond. You know? So. All right. Well, maybe we'll have you come back another time. I'd love think. to do it anytime, guys. Thank you all for right. having me. I really appreciate it. And Martin, I still say you've got the best voice in the world. Oh, I'm glad someone thinks so. <laughs> all right. So uh, that brings us to the end of our show. If you have any questions or comments, please leave them below or get in touch with us on the social media platform of your choice. Uh, don't forget, if you like the show, uh, tap that bell icon for notifications, click subscribe, give us a thumbs up. There's probably some other things you can probably do. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, click subscribe, tap the bell icon for notifications. We'll have a surprise episode coming up possibly midweek. So it's good to know when those happen. Um, Thank you all very much for joining us. Been great having you along with, with us for this ride. And we'll see you again next time. Ciao.